What's up? It's Andy Grammer with Jag. Hi, this is Carly Rae Jepsen, and you're listening to Jag. Hi, everybody. It's Joe Jonas hanging with Jag. This is Heather Knox with the hottest Jag I've ever seen. Ryan Seacrest with Jag. It's B.O.B. checking in with my homie Jag. So much swag with my homie Jag. It's the Jag Show Podcast. Welcome in. I am John Jag Gay, and this week I'm going to tell you that it is not necessary to make a video version of your podcast. I know this goes against the grain of what a lot of people are suggesting and what's popular right now, but let me explain. I shot a couple of my five-minute Friday podcasts on video, and I wanted to see if the juice was worth the squeeze. Long story short, it wasn't. Yeah, I got a few views on YouTube. I got a handful more on uh, IGTV, Instagram TV. But as a small business owner and solopreneur, it just wasn't worth it. Now, if you have the budget for a multi-camera full production team, absolutely go for it. And having a video component can't hurt you. But when you have to make decisions about time and resources, as most podcasters do, I just don't think podcast video is worth it. First of all, video editing is much harder. It's more time-consuming, and it's less forgiving than audio editing. And if you only got a one-camera setup, you can't edit out those flubs. Either you have to leave them in, you cut them out and have that awkward-looking jump cut in video, or you have to cover the video with a graphic as you make the edit. This takes a lot of time, and it's time you probably don't have. So you're dealing with more time, larger files, and in the end, probably a less professional-looking product. Also, in our COVID world of 2020, a lot of us are suffering from quote-unquote Zoom fatigue. How many hours a day do you spend on those video calls? How many times do you watch people struggle with their mute button? And how long are you staring at your screen? Take a walk, go for a drive, and bring something to listen to. Give yourself a break. And also, this is my radio background talking here, but audio is more intimate than video. You have to paint a picture in your listener's mind's eye. Think about how connected you felt to your favorite radio morning show growing up. There is power in that. Bottom line, unless your show has a ton of resources, stick to the audio. The video is just not an efficient use of your time. If you want to be on YouTube and IGTV and other platforms, create an audiogram. Just repurpose your audio that way so that it appears to be a video, but really it's just audio. Okay, on to this week's podcasting news. Amazon Music is now on Alexa here in the U.S., and this is a big deal because 70% of home smart speakers are Alexa devices. And we've been hearing for years about how podcasts really haven't penetrated home smart speakers the way people were hoping they would. But now that the default Alexa player for podcasts is going to be Amazon Music, this could really be a change and the boon that smart speakers have been waiting for when it comes to podcasts. As always, Spotify making podcasting news this week. couple quick hits from them. They've landed Brene Brown, who is uh, a rock star among any small business or entrepreneur that I talk to. Spotify also rolling out notifications for new episodes and a civic engagement effort to try and increase voter turnout. Spotify employees want a little bit of creative and editing control over Joe Rogan's content, which is often controversial, sometimes factually inaccurate. This is going to be a really interesting case study because the Joe Rogan to Spotify deal rocked the world of podcasting. And the idea of podcasting is to have your own free platform. But with the idea of any kind of censorship or editing involved, I'm going to be really interested to see how this plays out in the coming weeks. Apple's latest version of their iOS operating system includes a number of improvements to the Apple Podcasts app. You can check that link in today's show notes. 
Looking forward to Podcast Movement, the virtual version in October. They've just announced their keynote speaker, and that is Dallas Mavericks owner and Shark Tank Shark Mark Cuban. Really interested to see what he has to say. And finally, if you've ever wondered how powerful podcasts can be, one of my go-to podcasts is Pod Save America. It is a bunch of former Obama staffers who offer some inside inf- commentary on what's going on in the Trump administration from the perspective of people who have actually worked in a functional White House. They have a fund through the Act Blue website called Get Mitch or Die Trying. It's designed to provide funding to Democratic Senate candidates to try to flip the Senate and oust Mitch McConnell as leader. And Friday night, when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away and Mitch McConnell came out hours later saying they'd fill the seat in direct conflict of what they said four years ago with Merrick Garland and Barack Obama, the Pod Save America folks really riled up their millions of listeners and their base to raise money for this Get Mitch or Die Trying fund over the weekend, and actually the last week or so since the passing of RBG, they raised $20 million. That is how powerful a podcast can be. I hope you enjoyed today's 5-Minute Friday podcast. If you would, leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the show. That'll help other people find it as well. As always, stay healthy, stay safe, and I will talk to you next week. Later. Thanks for listening to the JAG Show podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe in Apple Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. For help with your podcast, find JAG on social media at JAG in Detroit or on the web at jagindetroit.com.